I've been far too silent for far too long about the NBA, and I got I got to get this off my chest. It's time we start watching it, boys. So here's my pitch. What basketball? Oh yeah, says the Milwaukee Bucks fan. You professional jerk. basketball. It's officially basketball season. Do yourself a favor. It's two steps. Get HBO Max and start watching Winning Time. That'll get the juices flowing. And then start I'm watching on board the playoffs. So far. This year it's different because the NBA is actually healthy because LeBron James is not in the playoffs. Hey, everyone. I'm Madison McMahon, a professional cheerleader for the USFL, and you're listening to the Patriot Sports Radio. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in. It's Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I am your host. Like it or not, the gang's all here. We got Coach in Oklahoma, John in Colorado, Chris right next to me. It's a beautiful 70-degree day in Hartford, Wisconsin. I saw a pontoon boat and a motorcycle on the roadways. We are all the way back. As Bob Marley once said so eloquently, the sun is shining, the weather is sweet, make you want to move your dancing feet. Question number one. We're a segment show now. Get ready. This is our seg. Question number one. What professional athlete, active or retired, is most likely to punch you in the face someday? Coach, how are you doing? And what is your answer? I'm good. I'm good. I, I guess uh, I guess we could go with Tyson because of what happened this week. Um, I was trying to think of another better one. I don't really like Draymond Green. I think he's kind of a weasel face. Kevin Durant's a weasel, too. Both of them. I'll take both of those. I don't I don't like either one of those guys. I think they're kind of shady. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Kevin Durant is a bit of a uh, sensitive bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John, what about you? How are you doing? And uh, who would assault you most likely? Oh, I'm good. You know, this one's easy. It's the former Duke douchebag and current Milwaukee Buck douchebag, Grayson Allen. But I think it's because <laughs> I would throw a punch at him first. You know, he injures Alex Caruso and then uh, gets a, a measly suspension and then smirks his way through the rest of the game. And then uh, last night he comes into Chicago and drops 22. So I currently hate that guy. They should call him the gaslight. Why is that? He's very yeah. annoying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Chris, what about you? Who would punch you in the face? And how are you doing today? How are you doing today? I'm excellent, brother. Well, you got a Patriot Sports mug, so. Yep. Drinking freedom today. Yeah, everything's going good. Player that would most likely punch me in my face. If this player was a fly and buzzed around my head since about 2019, it's Manny Machado. The worst figure in Major League Baseball. The timing that he uh, tried to spike Jesus Aguilera on first base. I, that was a playoff game, I believe. We were there. Were we there, Eric? And I'll see that game, game six. six? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. That that was it for me. After that, if, he, if he's listened to any rhetoric out of my mouth between December and November of any year, it's Manny Machado. Thanks for asking, Eric. <laughs> Actually, I think the attempted spike happened at a game in San Diego, and then 
the game we went to was the one with the, the baby behind us who had the sign that said my diaper is cleaner than Manny Machado. And yes. I took a picture and that tweet went viral while we were at the game. That was pretty awesome. That was a good time. I had a couple ready uh, just in case one of you guys stole my my number one choice. I was going to say Carlos Zambrano just because he looks like a violent son of a bitch. I remember he punched. I believe he punched his catcher in the in the clubhouse after a game once. <laughs> Short fuse. <laughs> oh, yeah. If there's a fuse at all. <laughs> Even when he threw he threw a no hitter against us up here, I believe. And he looked pissed off while he was doing that. So I'm pretty sure if I just met the guy, he'd punch me in the face. But the guy that for sure would 100% assault me, especially if we were in a plane together tipping back drinks, is Tyreek Hill. Because I hate the guy's guts, and I've I've voiced that opinion many times. There's no way I could sit behind him for, for two or three hours and not suggest that maybe when we land the plane that you should shove the... Uh, flight attendant down the stairs or maybe do you just do that to pregnant women and then you know when people tell me to calm down and not cause an incident i would tell them to it's okay i'm older than three years old he's not going to strike me he only assaults small children and at that point i would probably wake up on the drink cart being tended to you know hey on that on when you're talking about about he'll don't you know that the next morning that that happened that that gundy had to be like are you kidding me? You did the one thing that we couldn't take care of. The one thing that we can't, I mean, you, you played the one card that we cannot fix up here. I mean, you, you know, I mean, that was shortly after that, that the punt return heard around the world, the Devin Hester like punt return in, in Bedlam and, and, and the program was riding high and he was coming back and that happened. I just, I wish I could have had a camera on Gundy the next morning to watch the uh, the the him someone come in his office and go, "Hey, this is what happened with uh, with Hill last night." <laughs> watch him just just have an absolute meltdown over that because that was the one thing. I mean, he literally could have been standing naked on the corner selling cocaine, and they would have been fine. It would have been all taken care of. But that was the one thing that he could do that they couldn't take care of. Terrible. Speaking of NFL, the draft is coming up. We're uh, we're pretty ambitious about doing a live stream. Chris is getting the uh, particulars figured out. He looks confident. He's doing thumbs ups and shit. So I think this is happening. You know, there's nothing to be nervous about. The first one's probably not going to be good, but you know, I'm not worried about it. Life is live. I went live January 1981. I've been doing it ever since. I think we'll be all right. Other NFL news, the Giants are looking to trade Kadarius Toney, which is unfortunate because he has a full back tattoo of his name, his number, 89, and the entire New York City skyline complete with the Statue of Liberty. So if he gets traded to, I don't know, San Francisco or Tampa Bay or Denver, anywhere that doesn't have a Statue of Liberty, basically, it's going to be a tough, a tough adjustment for him. From New York? Can you imagine him walking into the tattoo parlor once he gets traded to Seattle and being like, can you change that Statue of Liberty to the Space Needle? <laughs> Maybe he's all in on the Jets. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you add a yep. swamp? Yeah. <laughs> can you put a couple mobsters getting whacked inside the eight? Yeah, can you get Tony Soprano on there? <laughs> uh, yeah, right under his name where it says Tony. Oh, that's great. That's a good looking tattoo, though. Admire the commitment, though. That's quality. That's quality. Yeah. yeah. 
I actually have a tattoo appointment next week, so maybe really? I should uh, look up who that wow. guy went to. What are we, whoa, whoa, yeah. what are we wow. getting here? What are we whoa. doing? Yeah, wait, time out. <laughs> I was going to do the thing where I move on to the next thing. And- where, well, you've been holding on to that little, that little chestnut for a couple of days. Yeah. You just met her, bro. What's happening? Yeah. We're already getting her name. No, it's not like that. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll show you guys after. I'll just, uh, I'll just leave it as a teaser, and uh, we'll, wow. we'll circle back to that next week. A couple of sangrias and a, and a trip to France, and now we're getting tattoos. And man, woo, woo, yeah, man, that trip overseas really, uh, really jarred some things loose with you, didn't it? This has been in the works for a couple months. Okay. Oh, it's a well thought out thing. Yeah. yeah. I have one tattoo. I got it when I was, I don't know, 27, 28. And I've been kicking around the idea of getting another one for the past. What was, what was your tattoo? Just legalize it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I made it, I made it three words. It says legalize it. So it's, it just looks like nonsense unless you're in the uh, know. Bro. Then you adopted a beagle and you said, change it to beagleize it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no! I just I have a big Celtic cross on my back because I figure I'll always be Irish and I'll always believe there's a God. So that's the it's the only thing I can't think of anything else permanent other than names and that I don't know. I'll find something cool and my I'll I'll do a midlife crisis. I'll get a whole midlife crisis. Tattoos are a dangerous game. Uh, it's a dangerous game. <laughs> it Don't is. try and talk me I out of having a good time. The second one. <laughs> No, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade, but that's a <laughs> that that's a semi-permanent situation. I have a couple other random NFL things kicking around in the junk drawer here. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, see if uh, go go to the Panthers Twitter, Chris, and see if you can find that picture of Christian McCaffrey they posted. Uh, he looks like he's wearing a training bra, number one. I didn't know it was Christian McCaffrey when I first saw the picture. He looks like a like a 47-year-old mom who's really keeping it together, eating a lot of flaxseed and, and living her life right. But it's a very unflattering photo. I don't know why they would do the man like that, especially when he's the franchise. I mean, what else do they have down there? Be nice to this guy. Yep, yep, he sees it. Yep, he just saw it. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you go ahead and uh, it won't it won't be hard to find. You just go on Twitter and search Christian McCaffrey photo. What is that? What? Why? Oh, geez. Why did Why did yeah. he do that? He looks That's like a, a woman fucking named sports bra. Now, what I was expecting. I mean, he's still jacked. It's just wow. What a yeah. what a outfit choice. I would say none of this to oh his gosh. face. She no. looks like uh, the mom with three kids who's keeping it tight at Pure Bar. Yeah, that did, God damn, that's the joke I was trying to put together, and I never, I couldn't get there. Thank you. <laughs> I had the mom and the flax seeds. Yeah, I, it's just kind of a lot to take in, and that is a sports bra. You, you definitely, you, you definitely wouldn't wouldn't be shocked if they got into a caravan on their way out of the parking lot. Darn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it's six pack, but I haven't seen a six pack look like that. And he's got no less than 74 muscles in his bicep. Wow. Yeah. No, no fewer than 74. Yeah. I wouldn't say these things to his face. Well, what else do I'll we tell have? you this much? The way he looks right there, if you minus the sports bra, I'm pretty fucking excited about my fantasy football team. Uh, he's coming back. No, there's no, there's no doubt you'll be rock solid for at least the first four weeks. That's <laughs> 
So that's what Eric, I was thinking. I, What's his fantasy album? The way you frame that, I was expecting the, the Zion Williamson KFC and Mountain Dew diet. <laughs> but I mean, he's still eating right. Absolutely. Speaking of eating right, John Daly and John Daly Jr. have signed a name image likeness deal with Hooters Restaurants. John Jr. is a freshman at, on the Arkansas golf team. They say they'll be promoting Hooters, quote, through various marketing activities, including social media. If you haven't seen the picture of them with the Hooters girls, it's glorious. Um, picture whatever you think John Daly Jr. looks like. Picture that in your head. You, exactly. You're exactly right. That is what he looks like. And I could not be happier for these guys. I think this is a match made in Hooters. I mean, who better to promote the wings and things at Hooters than the Daly brothers? They just like to party. They're just, they're, they're walking America with a golf club in their hand. And I think every, every red blooded American man has some story about their first awkward trip to Hooters. We were all taken there when we were too young by someone who thought it would be funny. And, uh, it was, it was an experience we'll never forget. And in, in return, we do that for the younger generation. I think it's just about time to take my nephew. He's almost 12. I think it's just about time to, uh, (laughs) see the uncomfortable awkwardness in the face as she asks him what he'd like to drink. Absolutely. Look at that. Absolutely. Hooters, orange pants, big Santa beard, just gangster. I, I don't know how they're just now announcing this. I thought I thought he was part of Hooters since forever. It, it just seems to go together daily in Hooters. If you told me this deal was signed 10 years ago, I'd be like, yeah, probably. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, daily, really golf, PGA. And- what an absolute capital G. <laughs> Look at this P- guy. PGA really needs to endorse daily as their, as their Bill Murray and, and just let him run with it. I mean, he is the guy. You know, I think the best meme I, I've ever seen is him smoking a cigarette and asking what time what time's the next uh, round and, and, and what's the course record. <laughs> yep. That, that is John Daly in, in a nutshell. The guy is the champion. They, they should just let him run with a lot more PR than they do. You know, the P- PGA is trying to appeal to a specific group, and if they wanted to broaden their horizons, he's the guy to do it. Absolutely. An ambassador. He used a Miller Lite can as a tea, and, you know, people can get behind that. That's your, that's your everyday guy. That's what you need. You need to appeal to me, Joe, Joe Punch Clock, Johnny Sixpack. Who can I relate to on the golf exactly. course? Certainly not these guys in $700 shoes. That's the guy you want to see. That's the guy you want to see on Sunday in the championship round. The guy puffing on the Paul Mall, walking up the fairway, looking for the course record. Yeah, he's got that southern swagger, like that confidence that you only get from smacking the shit out of golf balls down in Oklahoma or Arkansas. Speaking of southern folk, is that an autographed uh, hindquarters yeah. of a young lady? <laughs> oh, that is a. Where is that picture displayed? Oh, magnificent! Yeah, I was like, why does that look? Why does he have a mugshot displayed in a clubhouse somewhere? But it's at Hooters. That makes sense. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's my guy. Yeah. Public intoxication, passing out in front of Hooters. Is there, is there literally I mean, any time of the day that you wouldn't want to have a beer with John Daly? No. No. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You do that. If he yeah. asks, you go. <laughs> yep. I'd get out of bed in the middle of the night. I mean, to go Christmas hang out morning, John Daly. John Daly rings your phone and says, let's go have a cold one. You're, you're doing it. 
Santa's real. Exactly. Fucking Santa's real. That's what I'm taking exactly. from that. And I'm looking right back at the kids going, Santa ain't real. It was me. And they're underneath the fucking tree. Peace out. Y'all know what you got anyways. You There's wrote the very list. Few, <laughs> exactly. Very few living legends. And he is one of them, gentlemen. He's one of them. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. Speaking of legends, Chris and I went on the ATL Prime Sports show. And it was awesome. It was... um. What is the word? What is the adjective? Intense. They have structure there. Structure, structure, structure. They have an in and an out and a segment. It's very sewn up, very clean. I liked it. I think we need to get somewhere in between our ball of Christmas lights and their perfectly manicured lawn. But we had fun. Uh, We talked a little bit about the draft. We talked a little bit about a basketball. We talked a little bit about baseball. Chris and I both realized that we have been keeping ourselves so busy with this thing, getting this uh, jalopy off the ground, that we only have a surface level understanding of what's going on in sports right now. Ironically, I think think we learned some stuff. I think it's going to be important to do other shows like that. I always have fun. We went on with the Acme Packers guys, too. That was a lot of fun. We do cooking with Jim, too. I've done yeah. that a few times, four times now, four weekends in a row. <laughs> Jim is cooking up the store. He's cooking with Chris there. now. You guys tune in next week because we're doing veal in honor of John. And I'm not How dare joking. you. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing some How kind of uh, Ar- uh, traditional Argentina dish Ooh. that is veal. Cook as you will. I will not judge. I could get down with some, with some Argentinian nice. stuff. Yeah, they asked me who I thought the, um, they asked both of us who we thought the under the radar draft pick was going to be. And we were deer in the headlights, man. I was like, uh, 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 and then I listened to some stuff about the draft and I've been reading some stuff about the draft and now I have a good answer. It's like when you're driving home from her house and you just had the argument and then you think of the good thing you were going to say, but I'll get past it. I have been looking at who's going to go first. Everybody's been saying this whole time it's Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. Who has come out of Michigan highly drafted lately that's been any good? Rashawn Gary is probably the best, and he's just started performing over the past year or two. Other than that, you got Jabril Peppers, Taco Charlton, Chase Winovich, decent player, and Quiddy Pay. I mean, these are okay guys, but they're not 101 guys. And Belky is a bit of a nut. I saw Kayvon Thibodeau, an actual, like, an upside difference maker guy, at 22 to 1 to be the first draft pick. And I said, that seems off. I feel like I could see Belkey doing something like that, a Kayvon Thibodeau or uh, one of these other Georgia guys. I don't know a ton about Hutchinson. I don't like the idea of burning a, your number one pick on a, on a D lineman from the Big Ten. I like Davis as a long shot. Jordan Davis. I like that too. I don't see anybody else in the draft like him. The guy possesses so many skills that not every defensive tackle has. Like Aaron Donald is one kind of defensive tackle. This guy is a bit different. I don't know. I heard him compared to Shaq and Cleats, and that seemed accurate to me. To me, in order to be the number one guy, in order to have a, be a top three guy, you've got to be a, a freak and bring something to the table that is either never been seen or something that, that somebody, defensive coordinators would are just in awe of a scheme-changing uh, personnel of some sort, you know, a scheme-changing player. And, and he's the only guy that I see in the, 
in, in the top of that board that is just that brings something to the table that nobody else has. Um, he he's a he that guy is a is a is a genetic freak. Um, you know, he's a three hundred pounder who can do a ten foot three inch broad jump. That's, that's unheard of. I mean, that's that's just ridiculous. Then and, and when you see him, you know, the, the the movement that that guy has is is really unheard of um it's something that hasn't been 32 seen. inch vertical yeah he's he's up there and that's why i would say that if i was placing a long shot i would go with that right now eric is jumping and i think we can barely slide a credit card underneath those shoes i have <laughs> an 18 inch vertical top <laughs> if i don't bend you're my knees a thir- you're, you're a third day guy bro you're a third day guy at I'm best. D- if i'm lucky <laughs> And I better have some intangibles. I think that second jump was about four inches. They say Zion Williamson's really good at that second <laughs> jump. That's all they talked about when he was getting drafted. I think your first one's about 18 and the second one's four. Oh, I need to work on jump number <laughs> That's right. two. If you want to cut it in the NBA, it's all about that second jump. We were just talking about uh, Jordan Davis's combine, his 10-foot, 3-inch broad jump and his 32-inch vertical, and I tried to do a vertical jump. And maybe 18. As long as you can still slap the door frame, <laughs> I think you're good. Yep. As long as you can still slap the door frame. Play like a champion. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to miss a door frame or make a second trip for groceries. That's right. If that happens, I'll just, I'll just go off into the woods and die. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have you guys push me out on a sheet of ice like God intended. So, hey, Eric, where are you at on this? Where are you putting your money? Where are you going with? I'm on Kayvon Thibodeau. You're going with Thibodeau. That's my dude. You know, yep. I think, the thing uh, about Thibodeau is two, two years ago, I would have I gone. I think that he, he would have been the number one pick. He's a guy that's killed himself by sticking around. And, yep. and two years ago, I think he would have been the top three, top, top five, no problem. He was a... He was literally a game-changing dude two or three years ago, but the last couple of years, he's kind of you—you you, he gets lost, and then you compare him next to a Jordan Davis, or you know this this class in particular has really hurt him, I believe, and his draft stock has has plummeted. A, I don't say plummeted. The dude's still going to be up there, uh, you know, and he's still a freak. I, and we're talking about the elite, the best of the best. I mean, when you're when you're talking about the top ten in the draft, you're talking about guys that. I don't want to get too carried away with the draft, but you're talking about genetic marvels. I mean, just freak athletes all the way top to bottom in the first round. So the best of the best. Yeah, you got to be a difference maker if we're going to take you in the top 10 and and give you all that money because there's a certain amount of money that you're obligated to give these guys. Well, and if you think about it, I mean, college, think about all of the college football teams in Division One. And then you take uh, the rosters that they have. These are the these are the top thirty-two players in the United States of America in that year. You know, of all of those players, you know, I, it just it's just ridiculous. It's these guys are they're all phenomenal. But we're 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 splitting hairs when we're talking about you know Thibodeau and Davis. I mean, these guys are just they're they're superheroes. Yeah, and then you got N'Kobe Dean, too, like the heart and soul of that defense who people aren't even really talking about. That guy's flying sideline to sideline, you know, running things on the field, and I haven't heard his name but once or twice. Somebody's going to get a steal. I, I mean, I don't want to get too far into the draft, but I'm, I'm just telling you guys that I think the 
the best conversation about this deal is is the quarterbacks. I mean, I, I love the kid from Pittsburgh. I think he's a I think he's a blue collar dude that that you know uh, really has a chance to do well. And I and I like everything that I see about him. Um, I don't he didn't have the best supported cast, but you know him and the and the interesting story behind him is the kid what the Liberty Flames Liberty kid. Uh, you know, I mean, the, just the lack of of depth of quarterbacks and where are those guys going to fit in? Those are those are something that I I really uh, am looking forward to see come Thursday. Who who is who is going to pony up and take one of those guys and and, and all chips it in on one of those guys? I mean, I've seen a team that I love do a lot do a lot more for a lot less last year. I mean, two years ago with a with a guy that we literally need to be teaching routes to, but I won't get on that tangent. Yeah, you never you never know what these GMs are gonna do. They're they're obsessed with upside as much I know. That's why I said on the Atlanta show that ATL Prime Sports. That's the name of the show. I keep calling it the Atlanta show. Um that's why I said I think Malik Willis could be the first quarterback off the board. I think it should be, you know, one of these more polished guys, but the the upside and and the pro day and all the hype, you know, people the clock starts running and people start freaking out. It's going to be fun. We'll have all kinds of stuff for draft night. And then uh, right after the draft, it'll be time to look at the at the season-long win totals in the NFL and see what angles we can no, find the futures there. will be out right after that. I, it'll be good. I didn't do well on on overs last year. I, I, I'm a believer. I'm a dreamer. I want to believe that these guys are going to be the best that they can be. And then, the, and then they go out and they don't do it. So... This year, I'm just going to focus on teams that aren't going to meet expectations, and I'm going to bet under, like I did with the Lions last year. I'm not going to lie to you. That's a, that's not a bad bet for this year. Whatever it is, is going to be too low. Yeah. Hey, don't stop believing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I got a question for you guys. Is there a scenario in your guys' mind where Trayvon Walker goes 6, 7, 8, if he drops out of the five, the top five? I don't. I don't think... But I don't know exactly what these top. Teams I'm going to get back to you with that on Thursday. Let's see. Just, we'll, we'll just put that on the back burner and turn it on low and see what it smells like on Thursday. Uh, this year, after it's been picked. This we'll, year's CBS article says Trayvon Walker has a legitimate chance to be the number one overall pick next week. The versatile defensive lineman was a major player in the Bulldogs' 2021 national championships. Yeah, he did. 36 quarterback hurries was tied for second on the team with six sacks. Only playing fifty six percent of snaps, so he's an impact a, player. Way to, way to throw what out the, the teaser, Chris. Way to throw him. out the teaser. Way to way to sex it up a little bit. I like that. Come back Thursday and we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, and maybe a little on Tuesday too. We'll get into the draft on Tuesday right. before. It's draft week, by gosh. It's draft week. That's right. We could we could talk about it. I like Thibodeau at two. I really do. I think that's that, that's a Campbell guy. Uh, then you got like I'm just saying on a Saturday I'm 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 all over the map. Tuesday I'm going to be focused on one thing, and that's what what's the green and gold doing on draft day? And I'm going to be dialed in. I'm going to be ready, ready to ready to rock on Tuesday and Thursday, and we'll talk about it Saturday because I'm sure I'm going to be upset because as history. Uh, shows me the the Packers love to get my hopes up and then squash my heart cold hearted. And we have, uh, I mean, let's let's not get carried away. The real topic of conversation is how much worse can the Bears get? We need to discuss that, John. <laughs> how many picks can they light on fire this time? Not that many. We don't have that many. 
Can, are the Bears going to go all in on a Liberty Flame? <laughs> no. I don't think they even picked 38 or 39. It's an important pick. That's an important pick. <laughs> well, if you're going to have a late pick, this is the year. It's kind of a weak draft. This How dare you my a weak draft? Bite your tongue, year. sir. Just because there's not a quarterback at the top of the board, sir, I might remind you that there we just <laughs> talked about three or four genetic marvels. So don't you dare say this is a weak draft. Jordan Davis could be the eighth one. I refuse to hear someone say it's a weak draft because we don't have a board. <laughs> Eric, you ignorant slut. <laughs> you ignorant slut. <laughs> Let me tell you, I refuse to hear that out of the mouth of anyone because we don't have a bunch of prima donnas at the top of the draft board. The, the front seven, mind you, is where things get done. That's where championships are won, sir. Obviously, you and the Packers front office have forgot that, but the front seven get it done. Well, that was a nice little uh, that was a nice little football segment. I think should we move on to baseball? I learned some things about baseball. The pitch clock is cutting an average of twenty minutes off of games. I think it's also keeping the batter in the box. I thought I would hate it. I like it. Let's 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 get this game done. And they're playing the nine inning double headers, so I think it's important to uh, keep it moving. Home runs at an all time low. The ball is very dead. I don't know what they're going to do about that. I think they're going to, we're going to see some kind of massive adjustment around Memorial Day or somewhere mid season where they yeah. decide to juice the mm-hmm. ball again because the, the sport is already on life support. I can't even watch any games because Bally Sports and YouTube TV can't work out some kind of deal. So I got to listen to games or hope they're playing the Cubs or somebody like the Braves or somebody that's on national television. It's ridiculous. So we need home runs at least. Pay the $24 and get the MLB ticket, my man. Pay the 24 bucks. 24 bucks? 20, $24 oh. a month and you see every every Major League Baseball game that you can see that's not the Rangers down here, which who wants to watch that crap? Uh, but you can, you can, I get more Brewers games, I bet, than you guys do. So yes, that is right. You can absolutely do that. But you got to pay an extra like $300 to get the Brewers if you're sitting in Hartford, Wisconsin. Now, we can get all the Rangers, oh. but you ain't getting the Brewers. Thank you, Rob Manfred, you dipshit. They'll black out the Rangers because they're That's, next it's door. It's bullshit. But I, you know, like I said, who wants to see them anyway? So I missed the only series all year that the Cubs actually play the Rangers two, two times a year. Everything else, I get to see them. Which, by the way, if we're going to talk about baseball, I mean, let's, let's go ahead and talk about a, a America's team, the Cubs, and – discuss you know that that they're not these guys are too damn bad they got they got a a bunch of no names last night the exception as they took one on the chin from the mighty pirates but you know they've got some kids they've got some they've got some kids that that are scrappers i kind of dig them john let's let's go ahead and put this brewers talk to the side here and talk about talk about the cubs I mean, they're three and seven. Their last ten, they're on fire. Well, we played the Rays, which doesn't matter. But exactly, and we, yeah. So, sure, don't don't let the stats fool you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Stats are for don't losers. Don't let the record fool you. We're coming. It's still early. No, it's a good team. Uh, a lot of young guys. You know, we're going through a culture change for sure. I, I actually love having David Ross there. I think he's the right guy. Um, I do too. You know, Suzuki is erasing all doubt that he was, if that was valuable. He's he's just, what was that? Um, Suzuki is erasing. He's been described as one of the best and most patient hitters. And that's kind of what we need. We need, you know, 
in our heyday years, we had a lot of swings and misses. We had a lot of painful baseball to watch when it wasn't on. And I'd rather have a consistent team that plays hard. Maybe you don't know all the names and everything, but something that you can build on. So I, I like what like what's out there so far. I don't expect uh, you know any sort of playoff run, but being in the worst division in baseball, we might be able to squeak into the playoffs. But you know, um, just give me some good baseball out there, and as long as I don't have to watch swings and misses from guys that we're paying twenty five, thirty million dollars for, that's that's fine with me right now. Absolutely. How, what do you think about the Wisdom kit? Wisdom, Suzuki, even the what's the Roberson kid that, that threw? Uh, yeah, starting to gel. I think the main question is is pitching, which has always been the case with Chicago. We've always, right. well, since the Epstein era, we've always bought pitching and, and raised up hitting. I think that culture has to change a little bit. But uh, overall, it's been, it's, it's been a pleasant surprise. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. The Central's in trouble. It is. <laughs> I mean, it's all just going to come down to the buzzsaw Dodgers who are like 10 and 0 in their last 10. Yeah, that's where I was headed too, man. Let's be honest. Everybody's running for second. The Dodgers bought the trophy this year. And so I'll spend the rest of the year rooting against them and rooting for my Cubs. Yep. <laughs> well, I have some good news regarding one blue blood that sucks. The Yankees are are terrible. They've been shut out three times already in the first 13 games. That hasn't happened since 1912. They have the fourth fewest RBIs, R's B-I, R's B-I. Anyway, they have almost fucking none. They have the fourth fewest in all baseball. They brought in Joey Gallo. He was supposed to come in and be this contributor, and he has been garbage. I think he has the lowest batting average. He's literally their worst bat. I think he has... uh. Five hits, all singles, zero zero runs batted in. Um, then they walked Miggy Cabrera the other day, which pissed people off. He's sitting on 2,999 hits, and they walked him intentionally, and the fans got all pissed off. But it's April. Calm down. He probably, by now, by the time you hear this, Miggy Cabrera has his 3,000th hit. Calm down. The Guardians, this is what I'm doing. I'm going through whatever division has some stuff going on at the time. That's the division we're going to talk about because baseball is a large and sometimes boring topic. Guardians have been good. They were projected to finish last, and they're they're actually playing well. They just swept the White Sox. People that know are saying that it's just a matter of time before they collapse. So maybe their season total is inflated right now, and that might be something we could look at betting against. The Orioles are so cheap, they won't even travel their broadcast team anymore. Attendance is almost non-existent. Second fewest runs allowed in the AL, but it, and the least runs scored in all of baseball. The pitching and the defense is solid, though. Second fewest runs in the, uh, the American League. Every game but one has gone under the total. So I think system play, Chris, under Orioles games every day. How are you feeling what? about that total now? <laughs> I'm a little yeah, worried. They got too many be. right out of the game. Be. And my Orioles gear will be here at the end of the week. Probably for draft day. I will oh, have it no. on. Um, anyhow. Hey, another thing. What did you were just saying? The guard every time you talk about the Guardians, it just sounds like you're talking about women's roller derby. I can't get into it. I hate the name. It does. Hate the it's name. terrible. I always hate the name. Orioles five and nine. That's a few more than we thought they'd have. Fuck, five? That's 10% of the way there almost. They're like 9% of I the told way you, there. That was a lot. I don't like it. We have, uh, a, a, I believe, a meal. I believe we went meal, not beverage, on the total. 
I, I, I have it written down. He has it written down. It's a unit. He's got the whole breakdown of what yes, the units are. It was an, it was an entire right. unit. He's going deep into the file yeah. cabinet. That's right. Yep, That's right. Oh, John, I've got something for you today, too. I, this, okay. We've, we've, I've missed you so much. This show has sucked so bad. <laughs> this show has sucked so bad. <laughs> That's when I can That's piss funny. when he does. It's essentially me, me and Eric <laughs> just trading uh, lines out of old movies. That's all this is resulted in. And Chris chimes in with the <laughs> hate times up. Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> that's what that's what this has resulted. But so we finally got some some intelligence back here, and I've I've got a whole laundry list of stuff I've been keeping for you just because right. I haven't seen you in a while. All right. So so what do we have out of the archives? <laughs> what is a unit? First of all, unit 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 was regional. We decided it was a regional yep. a regional food of 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 whatever whatever the regional specialty was. One unit was a was whatever that specialty was. Be it if it's All in your right. neck of the woods, it would obviously be a fish Friday basket or a brat of some sort. Or if it's in my Perfect. neck of the woods, it would be a chicken fried steak dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that was one unit. Okay. Hey, I had a chicken fried steak last weekend. Chris and I were watching the the USFL game on on XFL Jim's feed, and I was already full when it came here, but. I still ate most of that some bitch. It was good. You had a chicken fried steak in Wisconsin? Did you have it shipped in? It's not the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. <laughs> it was so, so good. Eric, you're gonna want you're gonna want to win this bet because then we're gonna have to drive down there and Chris is gonna have to buy you a chicken fried steak. And after the second bite with the waitress standing over you with her cigarette <laughs> hanging out. Hey, that that's a real scenario that took place. That's a real scenario. It's a, it's a, it's hell yeah, man. Named, I always tip April nice. Name Flo that looked like she just uh, hit the nose candy and was a little bit, a uh, little bit excited to see us, and she kept calling him sugar, and she met fed us perhaps the best chicken fried steak I've ever seen. You give me a southern woman calling me <laughs> child or sugar, and I am well, in. Let me tell you, I know just the place. She's calling me sugar, but she's got about five cups of gravy on a plate she's ha- handing me like it's just amazing that really happened Keep- <laughs> it he's not making that up i literally let it really happen and i left the restaurant not knowing if he was going to be leaving with me or her just, just saying i was i was borderline it was harassed. great that gravy was phenomenal i mean it was that was that was a harassment feeling that i have never left i mean i was embarrassed for him <laughs> and her in fact, we, we talked about going back, and, and I think the conversation went, hey, if I'm bringing my wife, we can't go back. <laughs> we can't eat there. <laughs> <laughs> that place is off the that, list. That place, that amazing food, but we can't go back there. <laughs> well, now, now when flows work. I'm not going to lie to you. I was in there about a month and a half ago, same lady, doing the same shtick. I was still embarrassed. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Anyhow. Woo, <this laughs> Well, while we're on food, we can talk about another new segment we're going to do called, well, we were just going to do a restaurant review and then, and then we decided that was too boring. We're going to do last chance review. So it's going to be like last chance you, we're going to find restaurants that have bad Yelp reviews, not Yelp reviews about roaches in the back, or I saw a mouse or there was a hair in my food. We don't want anything to do with those places. I believe you. I'm not going there. We're going to go to places where they say, like, the wait was too long, the waitress was mean, etc. This place is run shitty, whatever. And we're going to go in there unannounced, 
uh, undercover, if you will, and give them a second chance. We're going to have a meal there and experience the place. And if it's satisfactory, we'll come back. Well, either way, we'll come back and give our full report to coach. Who's going to develop, develop a scoring system for us. We're going to pass it around responsibility slash the honor will rotate from Colorado to Oklahoma to Wisconsin. And then if these places check out and meet our standards and we like them, then we'll uh, present them with some sort of certificate of redemption and uh, they can, they can go ahead and, and advertise that and put it on Yelp that they are in fact, not garbage. Chad nine, two, seven is just an asshole. I like it. I love that. I, this is going to be a great idea. We could also All have I him have come on. Great ideas, boys. That's it. That's it. No, he is the idea, I man. I, I got to tell you, going right along with this, I've I've started a little list. Uh, you know, I was a little troubled when we started this 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 venture. And the the first rattle out of the box, John came on, and John said that the uh, the food in Denver sucks, and and so I I took that a little bit personal. I, I <laughs> you know, I I've never been to a region where the food sucks, and so I felt bad for John, and obviously he's a uh, He's he's a pretty skinny dude and, and, and it needs to bulk up for the winter. So so I put my class I took my my class oh. and uh we, we went on a little expedition to try to find our, our friend in Denver who says the food sucks to find him a uh establishment where he could go find quality cuisine and, and I've come up and compiled a little list here, John. If All you right. want to grab a pen. Um Number one is a place in Denver called the Buckhorn Exchange, okay? And, and their specialty is Rocky Mountain Oysters. Okay, so I'm eating <laughs> balls. Oh, yes, so, yes. So, so that was, that you, was the first. Coach, okay? you're the man. And on, on multiple lists that I found here, a place called Biker Gyms. Biker okay. Gyms is downtown Denver there, and, and it was on multiple lists, and it was, it was, it was just raved by multiple people. And, and their specialty is two things. They have gourmet. Uh, they have a rattlesnake hot dog, and, and and I'm not I'm not trying to get exotic with you here. I don't think it really has anything to do with rattlesnake. I think actually it's a has a some sort of spicy fried onion that they're calling uh, a rattlesnake hot dog. Okay. Um, number 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 three. Okay. Um, is a place called the inventory room. Okay. Now this looks like a place that you could probably take your significant other and, and be a pretty pretty decent and and their specialty is Mexican fried ice cream. Okay. So so that that and and rounding out my list here is is last but not least is a place called the Denver Biscuit Company. Oh, I've had that. It says uh it said they, everyone says get the Franklin. Get the Franklin. I've had it. So had how it. was it? Very good. Well, <sighs> Gosh, uh, with uh, in a previous relationship, I, I went there, and let's just say she was uh, in, gluten intolerant to the point where it was like annoying. And so my memory of that is having to go drive twenty minutes, pick it up, bring it back, and she said, "No, this isn't gluten free." And then I had to do the round trip. So my memory is a little bit skewed by a previous failed relationship. So maybe I need a, another chance at it. Absolutely, absolutely. My understanding is the Franklin is is the way to go there. And if you just say, "Hey, give me the Franklin," they know exactly what you're after. That's the local favorite. But there's you there's you a gourmet list of about four places that that really. Chris, do you have the ingredients for uh, the Franklin? I, I actually, you, do you know what well, that is? Let me just tell you. I will pull it up right now. 
It's a deep dive. Now I'm interested. <laughs> give me give me two minutes while you talk about something else, and I'll have the uh, I'll have the deal. John, how was your week, brother? Good. Did you watch any sports that made you go whoa? Uh, you know, I've been far too silent for far too long about the NBA, and I got I got to get this off my chest. It's time we start watching it, boys. So here's my pitch. What basketball? Oh yeah, says the Milwaukee Bucks fan. You professional jerk. basketball. It's officially basketball season. Do yourself a favor. It's two steps. Get HBO Max and start watching Winning Time. That'll get the juices flowing. And then start I'm watching the playoffs. So far. This year it's different because the NBA is actually healthy because LeBron James is not in the playoffs. The East, the West, thing that's different about this is there's probably four to five good teams on each side. So the basketball is great. There's only two series right now that are decided and we're three to four games in. So it's not your typical lopsided, hey, we'll just see LeBron James in the in the end or whatever. There are game after game is solid. And so tonight we've got Boston, Brooklyn. That's great. Boston's up 2-0. Brooklyn is they got to make a run at some point. And then also uh Memphis and Minnesota are tonight. That's been an, an interesting series too. That's been a great series. So I mean, running down, you've got Phoenix, New Orleans. That's a good matchup. Dallas, Utah, those are almost like the same kind of team. That's a good matchup. Golden State, Denver, that one's already pretty much decided. But whoever they play next in Memphis and Minnesota, that'll be a good series. And then on the East, East is even more wide open than anything. You got Miami, who's probably going to uh, take care of Atlanta. Then you got Philly, who's who's been playing really good. Uh, probably take care of uh, Toronto. <sighs> and you got Milwaukee's probably going to take care of Chicago. Don't want to talk about it. Chicago's just currently screwing the pooch on that one. And then, of course, Boston, Brooklyn. So we've got a bunch of really good teams left. It's going to be good series after good series. So I implore everybody, now that the NBA is healthy again with the exodus of LeBron James out of the playoffs, each game is worth watching. So I would say tonight I'm going to be tuning in and throughout this week. Now is the time to jump back on the bandwagon. It's safe. You don't have to worry about LeBron James ruining uh, ESPN every morning, watching the reruns, anything like that. It's it's a great time to jump back in on the NBA. And that's how my week's going. It's good. Good NBA. I'm halfway sold. I was just looking up odds for Miami to win the East. I kind of like that right now with Middleton being hurt and the East being so wide open and competitive. Yeah, but they are. Philly's hot. Boston's hot. Those are, those are probably the top three contenders. Brooklyn has been a question mark all year, and they continue to be – they're down 0-2 to Boston, who's just – again, I, the reason this playoff series is good on all of them are that there's actually really solid teams. It's not just, you know, death lineups. Uh, Golden State claims to have one, but, you know, the West is pretty pretty tough. It, it's any, – any tune or any teams that you go in and tune into are going to be a fun watch for sure. John, who do you like to win at all? I, I do like Golden State. But, you know, in the West, honestly, Phoenix has Devin Booker out for the next two to four weeks. Uh, They would have been my favorite. I think out of the West, you could get Phoenix. You could get Golden State. Maybe. uh, Yeah, I'd say those two. I I wouldn't bet on anybody else. Memphis is just hot, but you never know. I'd say Golden State or Phoenix out of the West. And then I'm actually thinking Philly out of the East. So my matchup right now, I've got – I've got uh, Golden State over Philly, but it could be it could be any number of teams. Who knows? Brooklyn could put it together and all of a sudden be a buzzsaw, 
And so it's all these series are worth watching because they can turn on a dime. I mean, just last night or two nights ago, uh, Memphis came from like 21 down to, to beat Minnesota. Twice. I'm not going to lie to you. I love that Memphis team, and, and I'm, yeah. I'm rooting for them. I love watching them. Uh, and, and, you know, Memphis is is uh, kind of like a, uh, a saucier version of Oklahoma City. And yep. uh, so, uh, yeah, I, li- I like I like Memphis, and I like Memphis to make a run. I like I like Boston in the East. Boston's tough. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think Memphis will make quick work of uh, Minnesota here. I don't think Minnesota's been in the playoffs since they had Wally Zerbiak. But uh, they're a pretty solid oh, team. Man. I think, like I said, all these series are worth watching. Sure. Um, even Golden State-Denver. Golden State's up three. They'll probably close that out tomorrow. But who doesn't want to watch Golden State versus the Joker? I mean, uh, people are out there smacking his ass and pissing him off. You know, you don't know who's going to show up uh, the next game. You want to double back to this, uh, the, the Franklin here? Oh, yeah. I mean, you put me on you put me on a mission, and and then and then you just cut me off. I, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what's on it. I mean, what is on the oh, Franklin? I mean, what is the anatomical <laughs> composition? It's a biscuit sandwich of sorts with fried chicken, uh, cheddar cheese, bacon, okay, mushroom gravy, and it's all served on a cinnamon bun. Get you some of that. Wow. How come you're not in the I'm car? I'm tell you right now. Here's a picture of it. Here's a picture of it. I don't. I don't know if you can see that, but just Google the Franklin from the Denver Biscuit Company. Worth the drive is what they say. Anyhow, I don't. And this could be blasphemy. I think I'd say hold the cheese. I don't understand cheese, chicken, and, and cinnamon. And, and what state are you? I, I thought are you from from Maryland or somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, you're, by God, it's the home of the cheese. They call you the cheese heads, for goodness cheese sake. Cheese and chicken. I, I will say. I'll, I'll eat cheese in many forms. I will say, when I see cheddar cheese on something, I think you can come up with something better. There's so many cheeses. You have to just go with standard cheddar cheese. Maybe that's, I'm Chatter not from Wisconsin. Is, cheddar's solid. I love a medium or a sharp cheddar, but I like the Colby Jack, the the mixed together bag of mutt cheese. I'm on a pepper jack kick these days down here. <laughs> you got to go Havarti. You know what? Havarti. Havarti is quality cheese. And when you're really feeling spicy, Havarti with dill. Interesting. But yeah, when I'm making an omelet, I still go craft singles out of the individual you packets. American? I don't know why. I want that's the cheese I want in my omelet. Ooh. Sometimes I'll sprinkle the Colby Jack or the cheddar in there. And I don't know. Maybe it's just too fancy. No, you got to go farmer's maybe cheese because it melts so easy. I don't easy. deserve it. I'm not going to lie to you. American cheese is a Geo Metro of cheese. It's, it's, it is. It is. I mean, it's, it's pretty, that's pretty weak sauce, my man. You guys are all pretty rich. <laughs> I, I believe that the, my favorite cheese is, is the off-brand of Kraft single individual. And you got to split that shit with your brother. <laughs> You get one piece, split that shit. We don't have that I, I kind knew, of money. I knew Chris would bring it back to the government. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when the omelet, the eggs are right there when it's time to put the cheese in and you can't get the fucking packet open and it slightly burns the bottom of the eggs and then you get that smell. I hate it. My eggs need to be perfect. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a breakfast connoisseur. Yeah, me too. And life's too short to eat craft singles. Far. I don't blame you there. <laughs> Multiple women have kept me around longer than they should have because I make a good breakfast. Right. 
It's, it's is that the line. is that the morning redemption? Is that what you call your <laughs> breakfast? <laughs> hey, listen, tonight wasn't that great, but tomorrow morning you're going to be glad that you took me home. <laughs> yep, yep, that's a great selling point. I make I make excellent hash browns. Mm. <laughs> I've seen some pictures of his breakfast, and never once have I ever seen a speck of gravy on it. So I just mm. like to. I'm going to tell you right now: if you're serving biscuit, if you're serving breakfast without gravy, that you're I don't know what we're I got. Doing. I got toast and uh, a Western omelet, some hash browns, and either bacon or sausage. There's no gravy on that. Yeah, yeah gravy goes There's all no over the top of that. Omelet is also the Geo Metro of the omelet family. Oh, come on! All right, now them's fighting words. <laughs> the the Western omelet is perfect. It's all the food groups. You're good. You got all your vitamins, all your minerals. You got your tomato, your onion, your green pepper, your eggs, cheese. You're all set. Like a rabbit. Put that on some seed-tastic bread with about a half a stick of butter, and you're good to take nowhere, off. Nowhere Dominate in the breakfast the manual does it say I need to cover every food group. And your food groups <laughs> are different than my food groups, sir. Let me just uh, remind you that my food groups are a little different, and any food group that doesn't include gravy, I don't want any part of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You shouldn't be out in the garden before 7 a.m. There shouldn't be any vegetables on that shit. We're talking yep. meat, protein. Let's get the day going. Yeah. Mixed with gravy. Get some seed plastic bread in there. Something about the seed bread now. Seed I don't know. Bread. If it doesn't look like, if, if the bread, bread doesn't look like a, yeah. Yeah. If the bread doesn't look that? like a brick of bird seed, I don't want nothing I don't, to do I don't too. know what a seed bread, what is seed bread? So here, so you do sprouted grains. You do sprouted grains because they don't douse all that with chemicals the way they do like white bread and stuff. And let me tell you what the perfect breakfast sandwich is because I've been working on it. You do sprouted grains bread. You can swipe out the bread if you want, but you got the egg, okay. avocado mayo. Then you got bacon, oh, Havarti no. cheese. He was in France And then here's the long. kicker. You wouldn't think of it. But chop up a little rosemary, put that in your eggs, and it gives it a weird kick. And then you've got a breakfast sandwich. Cheese and rice. Coach has got to be beside himself right now. I'm on board. If you guys want all the types of diabetes, go ahead with the gravy. Save gravy for dinner. Add a couple years to your life. John. You don't have to save gravy. They make more than one packet. John, I drive a Subaru and I own a kayak. I am on board with go. that sandwich. Man, bacon for breakfast, a bacon sandwich at, at lunch, and I drink my dinner. That's how it works. <laughs> oh, man. We got two camps here. Yep. If that bread does Sam Walton <laughs> seems to make everything that I eat because it all says Sam's choice or this what he chose best choice, sir. for me to eat. Best choice. That he made, he made the best choice for me, so I didn't have to think about it. That's what happened there. Exactly. Because he was thinking about my wallet when he was making the choice. Oh, Sam's already made it? Right. Well, now, now that I have been clinically diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, I'm an ulcerative colitis survivor, I have wow. to look into the future with every food purchase I make and wonder, is this going to wreck my life? And so that's why I have to make all these crazy decisions about breads and they have shirts plus my girlfriend's a nutritionist. So she's, oh she's just like, oh no, my. John. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. no we're, well, wow. Do you guys have two separate do, camps? Absolutely. I'm buying a diesel for do you. you got, <laughs> yeah, exactly. John, we're going to have to carry this thing on when we lose these two to craft singles yeah, in the next two years. Yeah. Yeah, you guys. Why, why don't you do a quick life update on Wilford Brimley? 
my gosh, the guy likes oatmeal, and it's the right thing to do and the tasty way to do it. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> but what a life. But what a life. Let me just say, what a life. Yeah. I mean, do you want to you want to live eating sprout grains on your bread, or do you want to live like Wilford Brimley? I take Wilford Brimley. It's time. good. It's good. John Daly and Wilford Brimley. Get them. I don't even know what all these seeds are, but I know they're delicious, yeah. and I gotta the seeds have them. Going now. dirt. <laughs> Not on food. <laughs> We're gonna do a fishing show. Speaking of kayaks, I need to actually. I need to price GoPros. I'm gonna get us a GoPro and one of those selfie sticks, and I'm gonna stick it right to the back of my paddleboard or a kayak and we're just going to paddle around and go fishing. I'm pretty sure Chris only has fished with his hands. Cause that's what you guys do down there. You just noodle and snapping turtle holes and, and pull fish out with your bare hands in the Cimarron river up here. We use fishing poles and line and we actually trick them. Get out the Zebcos. Just hook them right in the face. Yeah. It's, it's a mind game. Like, uh, like the dad in, in Christmas stories, mind power, see, mind Gen- power. Gentlemen, I will say this. I am venturing out. I usually, uh, when, I, when I fish here, it's for uh, striped bass or, or some sort of something in the bass family, a largemouth bass of sorts. Y'all got big bucket mouths down there. We, we have huge bass here. We have huge bass. Um, my mother-in-law caught a 14-pounder, I believe, <gasps> that I should have here to show you. A largemouth? Within the next couple of... Holy shit! 14-pound striper. And uh, I will uh, have that to show you here in the next... Uh, I was on the, We were on a guided trip at Texoma, and I'll have that. should have it back from the taxidermist here in the next few few weeks. Um, and I will, I will show you show you what the fish look like down here. However, I will tell you, I said all that to say this, I am venturing out. I did book a uh, fishing trip for the end of May. Uh, in, uh, I'm going to try to uh, catch some mahi-mahi in the, in the uh, Atlantic. Ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down there and, and, and try to see if we can't catch a uh, hey, that's, something. Hey, that's the one with the giant forehead, right? I eat a lot of that. Absolutely, get up, get get up to eighty pounds. What? Wow, that's an aerodynamic fish too. I bet they fight like a son of a bitch. They're the, they're they're one of the fastest growing fish in the ocean, and so they they grow grow very big. But I'm, I'm excited about it. I've never uh, we've done something similar to that before. I, I have uh, I've been marlin fishing one time, but I've never been fishing for mahi mahi or dolphin, if as they call them. So not real dolphins, not flipper. Don't worry. Right. Let's not, I mean, no tuna cans are in in jeopardy here. Nope. nope. It's all above board. We're talking about, uh, actual, uh, actual fish in the ocean that people eat. So you're going down to visit, uh, America's government. I'm going to, uh, the keys. I'm going to the keys. I've never been there. Nice. uh, I'm actually going to the keys at the, in, um, end of May. Mm. Um, so I'm pretty excited. I'm going to be in the Keys for seven days. So I will actually be doing my podcast from Ooh. the Keys. Florida, America's penis. Tropical coach. Badass. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I did uh, I did order a vacation shirt off Amazon. Nice. So I'll be ready. Yeah. yeah, we're going to need yes, that, that Andy Reid Pro Bowl shirt. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, will, I will definitely show you. And yes, it is cool. Gosh. Nice. Yeah, we're going to I need- tried to catch, get this. So I tried to catch a Marlins game. I wanted to go. I've, I've. 
it's on my bucket. I really wanted to go to that park. It just looks amazing to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to be there three days for the three days before I get there and the four days mm-hmm. after. So I thought, well, a plan B would be to hit maybe Coral Gables and catch the U. Well, their season ends the week before I get there. Mm. So I, I don't know what I'm going to get into, but we are definitely going to go try to check out some of uh, Miami. And uh, I've seen that Netflix show, uh, Blood Whatever. And <laughs> yeah, you look just like those people. Right. I mean, I'm the, the whitest guy in the room usually blends in. And, and that's me. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm either two colors, white or red. One hurts less. So uh, it'll be interesting. I do the same thing. I burn, I burn, I turn white, I burn again, turn white. That's again. me. That's me. I, the sun is not, not necessarily my friend, but no. I, I try to do the best I can based on what, what the genetics that's been given to me. So I try to coexist with it. It has absolutely no love for me. It refuses to give an inch. There's never a compromise. It's always me who has to cut my day short. Here's my prediction about Coach's trip. My prediction about Coach's trip is it's going to be the time of his life or it's going to be a Dateline special in one year. <laughs> There's a good chance it may be There's both. There's so many Dateline specials that start with a fishing trip into the ocean. Yep. Next thing you know, it's it's pa- it's Patriots true crime. Next thing right you know, now. his wife has transferred all the money out of his account and he was pushed overboard. Yep. Absolutely. No, Brandy's smart. She wouldn't do it like that. Yeah. Any uh, business dealings with the Clintons lately? Yeah. Anybody that might know the Clintons, don't get on that fucking I, I, boat. I don't bro. think so. I mean, I'm excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going down there to sign any documents. I'm just strictly going down there for the fishing trip and vacation. I, I've never been, and I'm, I'm fired up about it. See if I can maybe hit some Cuban Ooh, food. You got to do know. a Cuban sandwich review Absolutely. for sure. That's my favorite food in yep. the world. Yeah, yeah I definitely. I Hey, I'm telling you, I'm going to do probably one show, maybe two shows from there. And, uh, you know, we, we run we the place. We're going to be there for seven days. If I don't hear Oye Como Va by Tito Puente blaring in the black background, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'll have the vacation shirt on. Uh, I'm pretty sure when you get off the airport, kind of like Hawaii, when they hand you the lay, I think they give you a gold <laughs> chain when you get off the airport in uh, Miami. Yeah. I will have two gold chain and a gram and of a Coke. gold chain. Gold chain of so of some sorts. I will look. I will look like the white razor Ramon. Oh my gosh! You'll have a turnover chain. <laughs> now, don't go. Absolutely. Don't go Absolutely. trying to hang out in the bad neighborhoods like he did with the gold chains hanging out. <laughs> I don't think you'll be received the same way. Fit. It'll be more of a. It'll be more of an Ethan Hawke and Training Day type situation than a yeah, razor yeah. Ramon. You're, you're exactly right. I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Hey, you know what? Uh, maybe they maybe they embrace me. You know, if you don't you don't you don't know me if you don't like me kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. Somehow I think nobody nobody down there probably listens to Buck Owens, but they might yeah. know that song. Hey, maybe they listen to Patriot Sports Radio. Maybe you're you've uh, already well, endeared no yourself to them. There's no doubt. And after I leave, I'm sure they'll look into it. Absolutely. You were one affable son of a bitch. I think you'll be fine absolutely. no matter where you go. I'm I'm excited about it. We're going to hunt Bigfoot. I keep bringing this up because we're going to do it, and I just want everybody to keep it in the in the back of their mind. Uh, it could be up here now. We're hearing some things about some possible. Uh, it, they might be might be better hunting ground, actually, up here. So we'll find out. So another segment we're going to do on the tail end of shows is greater this week in Greater Milwaukee Buy, Sell, or Trade. 
And this week we have a 2021 Honda Sandan, S-A-N-D-A-N. It's got uh, 15,000 miles on it. It's located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's going to be 12,500 is the asking price. It looks like an Accord more than a Sandan, but, you know, I'm going to go by what they say. Um, The ad is this. I don't have a title due to lean on it from child support. Runs drive fine, but I still use it. Need something bigger or make money a good transit van cargo. Don't ask me a million questions. I told you why I don't have a title. You can run VIN. It's clean. I mean, that's a deal. Sold. That just sounds like to me an honest guy trying to make an honest living. I don't see anything wrong with that. He had me at need something bigger to make money a good transit van cargo. That's what we call here in Oklahoma, South Oklahoma City Pearl. (laughs) Now, that's only the first one I've found. But if I know the Internet, like I think I do. The internet has a pile of these, and I'm going to find them. Or any of you 14 people listening are welcome to send some, and I will gladly read them. Um, That's going to be it for us. We've kept you long enough. We stopped talking about sports fucking 30 minutes ago. And an update with the ATL uh, Prime Sports Boys. We, we do have a bet, podcast bet going. I don't know if you guys knew this. It's uh, Rowdy Telez versus Matt Olson, our two first basemen, Atlanta and ours. Who's going to hit the most home runs? Whoever loses gots to do a, a a legit promotional video for the other podcast. Telez is at three, Olson's at two, so we are in, uh, in front of that. Uh-huh. Yay for that! I'm not taking my shirt but off. That's that's my Brewers update. We <laughs> suck because we can't hit the fucking baseball. Well, if we can hit the baseball, brother. it's over. It's early. It's early. Relax. Relax. You guys are at Milwaukee are proving to be the island of overused NL Central toys with McCutcheon and Wong. (laughs) We won't even remember this stuff. McCutcheon's like, he's 47 years old, isn't he? He's pretty old. 48. He's pretty old. He played for the Pirates for for 27 years (laughs) before you guys got him. Yeah, he used to kill us. And now that he's here, he's, it's very... Very Jeff Supon. He killed us before, and now he's here, and he's killing us in a different way. All right, hour 15. Well, glad, glad we got the Brewers chat in. Yes, yes. Well, I guess we'll call it. Thank you, people, for listening. Um, give us a, a five-star review. That would be excellent. I asked my niece yesterday if she listens, and because I'm trying to get our female listenership up, and she said no, but I did give you five stars. And I said, good enough. So if you can give us five stars, that would be fantastic. And go ahead and tell one person about us, two people if you're feeling ambitious. Um, you can follow Chris at PSR Producer on the Twitter. You can follow the show at Patriots Pod. You can follow me at American DGen on the Twitter and the various spaces. What else did I want to do? Oh, We're going to leave with words of wisdom from an athlete, I believe. So as Marshawn Lynch once said, take care of your chickens, take care of your mentals. Chris, kick the outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. 
We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.